Marvel fans, and welcome to What's New in Marvel Unlimited, where we take a look at the comics new to the Marvel Unlimited app. As always, there's a great selection of interesting stuff to take a look at. We've done our reading, and now we're here to help you navigate the vast chronicles of comics within the Marvel Unlimited app. Welcome back to What's New in Marvel Unlimited. This is Dan. Each week, my daughter Sienna and I are looking at which Marvel comics are releasing digitally through the Marvel Unlimited app. For this week, we're focusing on the week of February 4th through 10th of 2024. Sienna, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? Had a chance to read some comics today? Nine Doctor Strange in a row. Oh, you read all of them? Yes. Oh, very nice. Okay, so a quick overview of the week. We have 22 total new items. Six of those are Infinity Comics, nine are regular monthly issues, with seven old romance or western comics from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Yep. There are two first issues, and one of these comics is a dual release, which means it's a regular and an Infinity Comic, and that is Ultimate Universe number one. Absolutely. It was an interesting week. I think it was very strange, kind of, that they had all of these old comics. Maybe that's what they do, because it was actually kind of a light week for new comics. Mm -hmm. It was only like 14 new comics instead of the normal, which is closer to 20. So maybe that's what they do is in weeks where they don't have a lot of other new stuff, they fill in with some older titles from the back catalog, just so that they get like that 20 yeah. total books or so. But, so yeah, we've got some... Uh, some crazy stuff there. If you want to read some Patsy Walker or Modeling with Millie or Kid Colt uh, Outlaw, it's all there. Stuff like the Modeling with Millie and the, like, those are those are crazy. Because all of them, there's little things telling, like, that, you know, girls would send in their own, like, designs for clothes. Oh. And then they would say, you know, this designed by Judy from, you know. That's kind of cool. Wherever. Somewhere in California. And, uh, and then also there's like, you know, cutout dolls and stuff like that and everything. So it's it kind of different, but. I didn't even really look at those, but I just realized there's two cowboy ones. There are. Two Gun Kid and Rawhide Kid. Yeah. So, but, still we're not going to talk about a little, a lot, but, uh, this is some pretty interesting stuff here though. As usual, we start with the Infinity Comics. What do we have for Infinity Comics this week? This week we have Alligator Loki number 34, Avengers United number 17, Marvel's Voices number 88, Spider-Man Unlimited number 22, and X-Men Unlimited number 125, as well as the Ultimate Universe number 1. Yep. So I'm keeping up with the Avengers United books, and mm -hmm. it is weird because they are such small bits of story when you read them one at a time. I almost... I mean, it's cool that they come out every week, but I almost feel also like I'd want to just save them up for a few yeah. weeks so you can read through a few of them and get a little bit more story. But you know, it's it's entertaining, keeping me keeping me interested. I'm also uh, kept keeping up on Spider-Man Unlimited. That seems like a a goofy but interesting one where there's crazy rats and people falling through ceilings yeah. and stuff. So, um, you read any of these? Do anything with the Unlimited ones this week, or not so much? I did read the Spider-Man Unlimited before, but I didn't read any of the newer ones okay. or like start any of like the Avengers United, Marvel's Voices, anything like that. You were lost in the regular cut. I was lost in Doctor Strange. I was locked in. <laughs> All right. So, 
As far as uh, if we move on to that, the standard comics, we had not a ton of them this week. There's like yeah. one of them. What uh, what were some of the issues that were out there, and, and which ones which ones did you like, or why did you like the ones that you read? So the ones that I read were Ultimate Universe number one, White Widow number one, and then Doctor Strange number nine. But I read all of them because I hadn't read any of them yet. Nice. And I had to I had to choose another series because there was only two first issues. So I was like, I should read something else. So I decided because every every other one has like up to 40 issues in the series already yep i could have read magneto i guess but i didn't really know anything about it so i was like oh no that that one is we'll talk about that when we get to ones that are are um, bingeable but that would probably not be a great one to to hop in on issue four there yeah so but so ultimate universe we can start with that one is something that has a bit of a history marvel published uh an ultimate universe back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. That's actually where, and you've read some of those, the Ultimate Spider-Mans. I gave yeah. you those trade paperbacks. They there's a lot of that that influenced the MCU, and then also, um, you know, eventually, that's where we see Miles Morales come out. There's a number of other uh, characters mm-hmm. and, and ideas that premiere there. They've now rebooted the Ultimate Universe. There was a four-issue series that came out previously, called Ultimate Invasion. That came out just a few months ago. Oh. That was where, you know, they, they were talking about the Maker and how he's imprisoned. That's where you find out how all of that happens and kind of how the universe gets to where it's at. And now this one gives us a series that'll sort of talk a little bit about how this whole universe is going to shake out, even while we're then waiting to see you know, Ultimate Spider-Man's coming out, Ultimate X-Men's coming out, Ultimate Black Panther's coming out. So there's going to be a number of series that are going to be spawning in this new universe as well. Yeah. So we'll see when how that was, goes. When I was reading it, I started it, and I was like, I don't know who this maker guy is, but you could still read it and understand, kind of like, because for the story in this one, it didn't really have that much to do specifically with that, mm-hmm. at least that you had to understand what exactly was happening. Yep. Short answer, maker is a crazy, evil version of Reed Richards who escaped to this universe found a way to prevent all of the heroes from becoming heroes by like preventing Peter from getting yeah, bitten by a spider, yeah, yeah. all the other stuff. Set up his own gang of people to sort of take over the world. And they've created what is essentially a quote-unquote utopia. But it's a utopia with no freedom, so it's a dystopia. Yay. So you've got these few people who are super powerful. They control everything. Everybody else is kind of just uh, under their control. And now... You have essentially Tony Stark, who in this one is basically a teenager. Iron Lad. Iron Lad. Iron Lad's got a history as well in the in the comics. Mm-hmm. He kind of found out about all of this and has now gone back in time, gone forward in time, done all sorts of things, raised up an army, managed to confine the Maker, and now he's trying to remake the universe and bring back all of the heroes. Yeah. So, it's interesting stuff. This is, if, if you're out there listening and... You're in Marvel Unlimited, or you're thinking of getting Marvel Unlimited, and you're looking for something to start on. This is sort of ground level, or pretty close to ground level, on an entirely new sort of chapter of the Marvel multiverse. Mm. So that'd be a great one to start with and keep up with. And I think that's one that we'll be keeping up with probably 
as it moves along here. Yeah. I really, another thing, I really like the art in this one, especially the oh, way yes. they drew Thor. Like, all the panels with Thor were really cool. Yes. So, I, I enjoyed the art in that one a lot. Yeah, it's really nice. It kind of is reminiscent of Brian Hitch, who's the guy who drew it originally. But in actual fact, it's not Brian Hitch. It's a guy named Stefano Caselli, and it is really beautiful art. So I, yeah, I would, I would agree. It's really well done. Very cool stuff. The other number one, uh, or the other one, the other ones you read was White Widow. Mm -hmm. What did you think of White Widow? I, I thought it was actually really cool. I, it reminded me kind of of, like, it was weirdly kind of a slice of life kind of vibe. Even though it's like superhero assassin, it gave me kind of that like, you know giant days kind of vibe and i don't know why it might have been the art style and things like that but mm -hmm. it reminded me of those kind of comics as well as literally being about an assassin yeah i i had a tough time with this one just because it is literally like a comic where your protagonist is essentially a psychopath i mean she's murdering people and has no remorse yeah. she's doing it for money she is helping other people learn to murder people for money. This is a bad person. Why is Captain America not throwing her in prison when he catches her trying to murder someone instead of just saying, you know, we could really use you in the Avengers. That use your powers for good. Um, a little late for that. Wow, that's so helpful. Thank you. Already murderous. So I do think that, again, you know, the, the art in this is really good. Uh, the, the story's interesting. I think it does have kind of a, a weird like it's got all of her her various preferences and things she likes and mm -hmm. she loves her dog and everything's about the dog and stuff like that i i get where you're talking about the slice of life because there is a lot of that in yeah there, you know because she's like i'm trying to find who i am yep so that was that was uh it was intriguing i am disturbed by a little and in fact kind of disturbed by how many of the marvel comics these days are based on anti-heroes or outright villains yeah you know there's a lot of them that are not very nice people when it comes right yeah it. so but anyway uh third one you read was a whole ton of dr strange so much yeah so tell us a little about these i like i like these i like jed mckay who's the author he's actually the same guy who's been doing moon knight for the last year mm -hmm. and so what did you think of your of your binging on dr strange it was a lot of information and i there was so many like of the little act asterisks that were like in this issue of this other series this happened and i was like yeah. i i don't know so i was just kind of like um um but i got i got what was happening yep well and this is really in many ways the third act of mckay's dr strange because mm -hmm. he had a dr strange run then he killed Doctor Strange. Then Clea took over as Doctor Strange for mm -hmm. a long time because Doctor Strange was dead. And now they've gone back again. So maybe the fourth act of... He's, he's been around for a while and mm -hmm. things have happened. So yeah, lots of things to ask Risk probably. So tell me a little about the story. What, what was the big picture storyline takeaway from all of this? So... Okay. So we start, and he's been dead, and he came back. Yep. And then he's with his wife and stuff. Clea. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, 
I am, I'm a doctor and I'm putting the people I'm sworn to protect before other people because I'm a doctor. Sure. And so, yeah. But then, like, his wife... Oh, no. So then, this guy, this, like... Maybe I what was it? This warlord guy, he gets killed. And then it's, oh my gosh, it's so much drama. And then his wife... It, his wife's mom is marrying this other warlord so that they can have an heir so that- But then, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe, Doctor Strange's, like, evil general war guy self who is trapped in a crystal escaped and stole her mom's baby to turn into a weapon so that he could kill Doctor Strange. Oh my gosh. There was a war that went on of like the seven realms of something mm -hmm. and he he it went on for like five thousand years and he like lost all his morals and he became evil and then he was like the the like gods were like we're gonna separate you from dr strange and send him back to where he came from and we're gonna trap you in this little crystal and so you can't escape and then he escaped and he was like i'm gonna finish my war and i'm gonna kill everyone Alrighty then wow yeah. I'm a few issues behind on that. I'm going to have to catch up, obviously. So. Yeah. The design of the general is actually pretty cool. Except for when he looks, uh, not cool. He just kind of looks gross. Alrighty then. Other than that, we've got a number of books that are like, uh, you know, underway. So we've got Scarlet Witch and Magneto on issue four and ten. Both of those actually end with those. So we'll talk about that in a little while. X-Men's on 28 by Jerry Dugan and Joshua Cassera. Uh, Star Wars is on number 40. Again, one of those written by Charles Sewell that is in the uh, the metal uh, big crossover. And then we've got a Venom book. I tried to read a Venom book. Very confusing. Also, evidently, Black Widow is now, like, bonded to a symbiote. Didn't know that. Crazy. So I'm going to have to find out what's going on with that. And... And I did read The Avengers, uh, Twilight Dreaming Part 1, another McKay book with C.F. Villa. Very interesting, very sort of dreamy. It's new storyline. Uh, the art is spectacular, and the story is big and bombastic and kind of wow. crazy comic acting at its best. So. so anyways, that's kind of what came out this week. Jumping on points, we've talked about, I think, almost all of them. All of them except Avengers. Because the jumping on points are the two number ones, Ultimate Universe and White Widow, and then Doctor Strange, and then Avengers, which is on number seven. Yeah, and that, and that Avengers book, um, the first storyline was six issues. It was kind of a contained storyline where they were facing off against these evil aliens trying to take over the planet. It would be really easy to start up with Avengers on number seven. You just would be really confused because it starts with a dream sequence. And so Captain Marvel's With back Nicolas in her... Nicolas Cage? No. Nicolas Cage just walking through <laughs> Avengers number seven. That would be that would be fantastic, actually. Um, no, like Captain Marvel's in her old costume and things just are weird and Vision's dying. So there's there's some things at the start of it that kind of throw you off. But it's a uh, it's good it's good good storyline. Bingeable, we have two ending. That's Magneto number four. Again, this is the, the Magneto story that's set back in like 1984, 1985, around New Mutants number 38. So it's not in current continuity, but 
it is an interesting story that kind of talks about how Magneto starts making that transition from being the bad guy to being the head the headmaster of Charles Xavier's um, school yeah. for for young mutants and because he's there for quite a bit in the mid like 35 to 70 range of, of new mutants so actually it's pretty entertaining uh, for those of us who were there for that and then Scarlet Witch number 10 there's been a long-running storyline they kind of wrap that up I actually really enjoyed this story I think it was it was well done more as a as a title um, mm-hmm. for the, the last couple they've been dealing with uh, with a clone of Magneto that has come to hang out with the Scarlet Witch and since of course Magneto is her dad this is kind of like a clone oh. of her dad yeah in not in the movie universe but in the, in the comic universe Magneto is the father of Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch that's crazy yeah so it goes. For a while he wasn't, and then for a while he wasn't, why and for a while he was, but now they've why decided to all related? Why are there so many that are just, like, uh, weirdly, randomly related to each other? I think especially in the mutants, they use kind of genetics you as a way sense, of... but I, f- I don't know. Plus, it's always, it's always more shocking if the person who's betrayed you was secretly your brother. <gasps> oh, no! Right? So, that's what they do. Um, not if it's not if it's Thor and Loki though. That's expected. That is thoroughly expected, and has happened again just last week. So, um, but yeah. So those are those are both ones. If you want something that's kind of ending, uh, that'll get there. Which brings us to our picks. Do you have a pick for the week? I. You keep stealing my picks because I was gonna say Ultimate Universe number you, one. You go ahead. That's fine. Um, but yeah. I really like that one because, I, like I said, I like the art of it. I think it's really cool. And I also like the story. I kind of... It's it's like in the Miles Morales Spider-Man one, they also were doing like a... The society is... Or leaders or whatever are attacking the superheroes and saying mm-hmm. like, we don't want superheroes anymore. So I think that concept is really cool in general. And so I like that concept in the story. And I also like the characters like Thor and Iron Man, Iron yeah, Lad. Iron Lad. And then Doctor Doom. Yep. I don't actually know that much about Doctor Doom, but I think he looks cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. It's uh, the, the FF, because they because Marvel didn't have rights to the characters for a long time, they kind of just stopped really doing anything to promote a lot of the, the Fantastic Four characters. They're starting to bring them back and do more with them. Doom is a big part of the Marvel Universe, so you uh, you will definitely see a lot. Probably of it. just because he's not in the movies. He's not in. The that's movies really all I knew. We'll have to go and watch the old Fantastic Four movies. So, um, I will audible, I guess, in that case, since you're taking that one. I will probably at that point just say that I think that going back and checking out Scarlet Witch uh, is actually not a bad idea uh, on the bingeable side, especially because Sarah Pacelli's artwork in it is fantastic so there's a lot of really really cool art uh the story's been interesting it's got almost like a moon knight i think i mentioned at one point kind of a moon knight sort of feel to it in that it starts out with the scarlet witch with wanda opening up a shop and in the shop Mm -hmm. is a door where whenever someone is at the point where they have nowhere else to go and and they're desperate 
that's the that door appears in front of them and they can walk through. Then Scarlet Witch is like, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. You must be desperate if you're coming through my door. And then adventures ensue in all over the the world and then in also other realms and stuff like that. That's cool. So it actually was pretty cool. Um, it's there's a there's a lot of sitting around drinking tea and things like that. So it it is also a little bit a little bit slow sometimes. But overall, I I like a lot of the the magic side of the uh, the mystical side of the Marvel universe, and these were these were pretty entertaining. I haven't read a Scarlet Witch book in a long time, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, and with that, folks, we will see you next week for another look at what's going on in the world of Marvel Unlimited. For this week, I believe we are done. We'd love to hear from you. Email us. I'm not gonna say it like that. Anyway, um, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at. Unlimited answers at comicsovertime.com or find us on Instagram or Blue Sky at comicsovertime. And make sure to subscribe now in order to get our weekly look at what's new on the Marvel Unlimited app. You can find us anywhere fine podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google, Amazon, Spotify, and our hosting platform, Podbean. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you in a while. Bye.